I think you could probably preach a year or two on all the things that we're free from. Amen? And it's so good to be reminded that we are not under the curse, but we are the blessed. Amen? Walking in the blessing of Abraham, going somewhere to be a blessing. In Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13 says, Christ hath, that's past tense, not going to, but has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. And then notice with me in verse 14, that the blessing, everyone say the blessing. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So there is the promise of the Holy Spirit. There is the blessing of Abraham that comes to us through faith and through being redeemed from the curse of the law. The blessing of Abraham includes a lot of different areas in your life. So it would be good for us to say on a regular basis, I'm blessed in Jesus' name. The blessings of Abraham are mine. I'm walking in, I'm living in the blessings of the Lord. Say it with me, no more curse for me. Amen. Now, of course, uh, you're fairly well taught in this church, but there are many reasons, really, why some people do not uh, walk in the blessing of Abraham. And it's not really a put down, but basically it's an observation, one of which is a lack of knowledge. You know, and scripture says it's that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Now, once you get the knowledge of God's word and you have the knowledge of your redemption, it's important to keep feeding along these lines. And the reason why is because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, faith must go by not hearing. And so seeds that have been planted in your spirit throughout the years concerning your redemption and concerning the blessing of Abraham on your life, they need to be watered. And one of the things that, that waters the seed is teaching. You look in the scriptures and you find out that Apollos was a teacher and the Bible says that Apollos watered. Amen? Paul planted, Apollos watered, but it was who that gave the increase? So God that gives us the increase. So no matter how much you've heard on being redeemed from the curse of the law, you can always hear more and see more and have more knowledge and increase in the knowledge of God. So it will not be said of us, not only today, but next year, we will not be destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And not for the lack of head knowledge, but for the lack of revelation knowledge. Amen? The Greeks call revelation knowledge epinosis. It's a knowledge beyond the mind. It is a knowledge that comes from the Word of God and comes from the Spirit of God that is lodged deep within your spirit. Amen? My people and Isaiah, he says, have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Now, another reason why some do not walk in the blessing of Abraham is simply because a lack of faith, a lack of faith. Maybe they've heard about these truths, but they haven't appropriated these truths. The appropriation of truth is important to walk in the blessing of Abraham. You can hear about something and say, hmm, that sounds good, but never connect with it, never tap into it with your faith. 
Now, in Romans chapter 5 and verse 3, I believe it says that by grace we have access, by faith that we have access. In other words, we access with our faith this grace that is so freely given to us. So walking in the blessing and walking in redemption is a, uh, a blessing of Abraham and it's a blessing of the grace of God on our lives. Aren't you glad you've got the grace of God in your life? Amen. Amen. But you must plug into, have access to this grace with your faith. And some people, they just never do that. And so they never appropriate these blessings. And then thirdly, there are other people that don't walk in these blessings and walk in the redemption that is so freely given to us. It's simply because they live in their lives in disobedience. And maybe a better word to say it would be this way. They're not doers of the word. James 1.22 says, But be doers of the word and not hearers only. Is there a difference between just being a doer of the word and being a doer of the word and a hearer of the word? There is a difference. And the difference is, is the man who hears the word and does the word is not only not annihilated when the storms of life come to him or her, but they are blessed in their doing. There's a blessing in being a doer of the word of God. And I know you found out that to be true. The Bible says if you be willing and obedient, you are going to participate. You are going to eat the good of the land. Does God want us to participate and eat the good of the land? Does he want us to live well? Does he want us to be well? Does he want our souls to be at peace? Does he want us to have money? Does he want us to have more than enough? Why? Because his name is El Shaddai, not El Chipo. Thank you very much. Amen. Now look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19. Redemption. 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19. For as much as you know, here's knowledge again, that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by the tradition from your fathers, but you were redeemed, not with money, not monetarily, but you were redeemed with something far more precious than silver and gold, with the precious blood of Christ. As of a lamb, without, amen, blemish and without spot. Amen. So keep in mind this thought. Jesus shed his precious blood for precious people just like you. And he shed his precious blood for precious people outside of these walls that have not yet accessed salvation through faith. But that's part of our journey and that's part of our mission is to be a bright light and let the love of God flow through us so that people just get so hungry for God and that they're attracted to the light of God in us. Amen? Amen. That's a good thing. So as I said last week, we are, you are the apple of God's eye. So I want to encourage you tonight then every day to take time to acknowledge, acknowledge God. Acknowledge your redemption. Acknowledge the favor of God upon your life. Even if you don't feel like it, even if it doesn't seem like it's operating in your life, say it anyway. 
Because there is power in the spoken word. There's power in believing in one's heart and saying one's, one, with one's mouth what the word of God says. Amen? So take time to acknowledge him in your life. I heard something recently from Rick Renner. He was at Kenneth Copeland's minister's conference. He pastors a large church in Moscow, right across the street from Red Square. He is a Greek scholar. He's a man of God that has learned quite a few lessons on how to pace himself in life and in ministry. Um, I guess in my own terms, I would say that Brother Renner was on the verge of burnout in 2008, just going here and going there and going here and going there and going everywhere. And, you know, you do that, you can meet yourself coming back and coming in. God's will for us, not only ministers of the gospel, we're all ministers, but God's will for his entire body is not to burn out, but to burn on. And so uh, he submitted himself to some men of God, and, and uh, he just had to park for about five or six months, and they spoke into his life. And uh, he had come up with seven things, or six or seven things that he does every day. Six or seven things that he does every day without fail. And one of the things that he did, I'm going to share with you tonight, because it, it connects with what we're talking about, and it connects with acknowledging him. You know, the Bible says, in all of your ways, acknowledge Him. I wonder what would happen if we'd really do that. If we really acknowledge Him in all of our ways, if we really trusted Him, I believe we'd be in a better position to be directed by Him. But you know, in life, in the fast lane, like I said Sunday morning, the message says, get out of the traffic. But in life and in the fast lane, it's so easy to override our spiritual duty in communing and fellowshipping with God and acknowledging God. So one of the things that, that Brother Rick said, and by the way, he's out of the woods. He's doing great. He's got his priorities straight and doing wonderfully. But in Psalm 119, 164, actually he shared this with Kenneth Copeland's staff. Um, and if you want to listen to that yourself, you just go on Eagle Mountain uh, church, and you notice their staff meeting. It's really, really rich and really good. But basically, he said, <laughs> every day, he does what Psalms 119, 164 says. Let's look over there. Psalms 119, verse 164. How many of you know that Psalms 119 is a long psalm? He says, seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. So Rick says, so what I do, one of the things I do every day is seven times a day, I just thank you, Lord. I lift up my hands wherever I'm at. He says, thank you, Lord. Today, I acknowledge your presence in my life. He may be eating breakfast. It doesn't matter where he is. He just says, Lord, I worship you. I acknowledge your presence. Isn't that powerful? And first he thought, well, you know, um, how am I going to do this? You know, I'll, I'll write it down, but I'll forget it. His son had an app on his iPhone, and a little gong goes off seven times a day. And that cues him to be reminded of the presence of the Lord. Another thing that Rick shared that I, I really enjoyed and I really liked, in the first thing in the morning, he just opens his Bible, and he lets God talk to him through his word. And then he said something very interesting. He says, I bathe myself. Everyone say, I bathe myself. I bathe myself, I bathe myself in the book of Psalms. Oh, that's good. 
I bathe myself. You know, um, in the, in the, uh, before that the priest could go into the Holy of Holies, they had to take the laver. And the laver was by a basin, and they would have to wash themselves very clean before they would take the next step into the tabernacle toward the Holy of Holies. And so we can take the labor of God's Word, and we can wash ourselves, we can bathe ourselves in the Word of God every day. Now you know as well I do, as I do that there are contaminating forces outside, amen? And there's pollutants outside. So you know what? We need to take spiritual baths every day. Hallelujah! And I believe that he said that one of the reasons why he bathes himself in the book of Psalms is because David was a praiser. David was a worshiper. You can go a long way in life being a worshiper. You can You can accomplish things you've never thought possible by being a worshiper. That just came out of my spirit. So be a worshiper. Worship him in spirit. And in truth, yea, bathe yourself with my promises. Acknowledge me and your faith will grow and grow and grow. And my presence shall become more real to you every day. Hallelujah. Everyone say every day. So acknowledging him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, every one of us have things that we do. That helps us do these things. In Philemon 1, in Philemon 6, he says that the communication of thy faith um, uh, may become effectual by acknowledging the good things which are in us, which are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say it with me, for the Lord is good, and his mercy. Endures forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen? Praise God. Now, let's talk just a little while tonight on how precious is the blood of Jesus. It's precious blood. It's what we have been redeemed with. It's what we have been purchased by. It's what we have been bought with. And incidentally, there is a, a, a new movie coming out called The Son of God. How many of you uh, saw The Passion maybe 10 years ago? Did that change your life? Did it change the lives of perhaps a friend, a relative, or a co-worker? A real strong evangelistic tool The Passion was. Just, just awesome well, this, this movie, The Son of God, that's coming out next Friday in over 3,000 theaters across America. It's going to be at Century 25 in Union City. It's going to be at Bayfair. It's going to be at the Hayward. It's going to be at Pacific Commons. It's most likely going to be out in the Danville and the Tri-City area. This movie, The Son of God, depicts the life of Jesus from the time that he was born till the time he was risen from the dead. I mean, it is a precious masterpiece capturing the life of Jesus. And in the life of Jesus, there was a time where he battled with his soul for a very short period of time. 
It was in the Garden of Gethsemane. How many of you remember that? Gethsemane literally means the place of the press. Gethsemane was a place where olives grew, and it was a place where there were olive presses. And so they would take those olives, and they would put them in the press, and they would squeeze every bit of pure virgin olive oil out of those olives. But it was Gethsemane because it was called the place of the press. Jesus knew that he was going to pay the price for the sin of all mankind. That's beyond comprehension. That's beyond our brain. That is a commitment. And so he had his last supper with his disciples and then they went to the the Garden of Gethsemane and the Bible says that he was so pressed in his spirit that he began to sweat drops of blood. And on that night he made this commitment, Lord, if it be possible, take this cup from me. But then he said, not as I will, but as you will. Aren't you glad that he made that commitment for you and I? It meant him giving his life. And you know, the Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. His blood was poured out as a sacrifice for the sin of all mankind. It's precious blood. But he did it. For the precious fruit of the earth. So let's, in the time that we have allotted left tonight, let's look at the precious blood of Jesus. It's what we've been redeemed by, and it's an awesome study. Amen? Amen. Number one, the blood of Jesus is precious because, as we have been saying, it redeems. I want you to open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10 and verses 19 through 23. And I want to look at it in the amplified version, if you will. And let's just take time to feed upon these truths. Hebrews chapter 10. And notice with me in verses 19 to 23. And we'll look in the Amplified Version. And honey, if you have it, I could uh, certainly utilize that little gadget that you have. I'm stuck. You're stuck? Well, here it is. Therefore, brethren, since we have full... What are we talking about? Freedom. We have full what? Freedom. Freedom and confidence... Notice with me how that freedom and confidence go together. You'll find that free people are not fearful people. But free people are confident people. Remember that. And confidence to enter into the Holy of Holies by the power and virtue. Read it with me. In the blood of Jesus. Now look at verse 20 if you would please. By this fresh, new, and living way, which he initiated and dedicated and opened for us through the separating curb and the veil of the Holy of Holies, that is through his flesh. Verse 21. And since we have such a great and wonderful and noble priest who rules over the house of God, verse 22, let us all come forward and draw near with true and honest and sincere hearts. In unqualified assurance, in absolute conviction, engendered by faith, by that leaning the entire human personality on God and absolute trust and confidence in His power, wisdom, and goodness, having our hearts sprinkled and purified from a guilty, evil conscience, and our bodies cleansed with pure water. Man, if that doesn't feed your spirit, I don't know what does. Now look at verse 23 and read it with me. Ready? Read. So, let us seize... And hold fast and retain without wavering 
the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable, he is sure, and he is faithful to his word. So what I want you to see is this. You don't have to draw back. You can draw near. Why? Because you've been set free. And that freedom gives you confidence. You are welcome before the throne of grace. Somebody says, yes, but I have failed. Yes, but I have sinned. Yes, but I have missed it. You need to get that out of your consciousness because the blood of Jesus Christ will purge you from that. Come on, somebody. Stop being so sin conscious and start being righteous conscious. Say it with me. I am. I am. I'm the righteousness righteousness of God God in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Sin consciousness will cause you and I to draw back in fear. But righteousness consciousness will cause us to draw near and to be bold about it without fear. Amen? Amen? All right. So... Number one, the blood of Jesus is precious because it redeems. Number two, the blood of Jesus is precious because it gives us peace. It makes peace into our lives. Look at Colossians chapter 1 and verse 20 in the Amplified Version, if you would, this this evening. Say, oh, the blood. Billy Brim says, make much of the blood. And the blood will make much of you. Don't forget to plead the blood every day. Amen. Declare the blood of the Lamb over your, all of your ways. Amen. Our oldest son right now is up in the air. He's flying to, where is he flying to? Berlin. He's flying to Berlin right now. And they're going to be doing a conference over there through his church mariners down there in, in Southern California. So he's up about 35,000 feet. Well, Brenda and I prayed over that trip. Amen. Angels. Charge over him, keeping him in all of his ways. Amen. Amen. Applying the blood once he gets in. Just keep him safe in the cars. Keep him, protect him. Well, you know what? You don't have to go on a big trip to tap into that for your children and for yourself. How many of you know 880 can be a nasty place? The grocery store can be a nasty place sometimes. But all oh, the blood. Say, oh, the blood. Hallelujah. Say it with me in the name of Jesus. I'm applying the blood of Jesus over my home, over my car, over my mind, in all my ways. I apply the blood. So notice in Colossians chapter 1 verse 20 in the Amplified Version. Oh, they're doing good. And God purposed that through by the service, the intervention of him, the son, all things should be completely reconciled back to himself, whether on earth or in heaven, as through him, the father, glory to God, this is shouting ground. The father made peace by means of what? I'm going to tell you right now. This hombre, before I knew Jesus, was full of anxiety. I was full of fear. I was full of guilt. 
fill, full of condemnation. Probably had a truckload of demons in my life. And when I was going through treatment, I'm telling you, the torment was almost unbearable. It was like I would want to bang my head up against the wall at night just to get some sleep. Because I hadn't slept for a long time because I was withdrawing from the drugs. It was hell. I got up in the middle of the night to, to use the men's room and I looked in the mirror and I saw something demonic looking through my eyes. I had no peace. I had no rest. I was a man without God. And because I was without God, I was not only without hope, but I was out without peace. But when I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, the fear left, the anxiety left, the demons left. And finally, at the age of 24 years old, I finally had peace. I finally, after all those years of searching, far and near, high and low, after all those years of searching, Jesus broke down and broke the chains of my life and brought his peace into my soul. And I know many of you here tonight have that same testimony. It may not be the same exact testimony, but we were without Christ. And when we were without Christ, we were without joy. We were without hope. But oh, the precious blood. It reaches to the highest what? And it flows to the lowest valley. Oh, the blood. Hallelujah. It just makes me want to run. It just makes me want to shout. It just makes me want to tell people, we've got what you're looking for. His name is Jesus, the Son of the living God. Let Him come into your life. And so let's look at that scripture again. I get blessed when I think about, when I think about His goodness and what He's done for you and what He's done for me, it makes me want to shout. Whether on earth or in heaven, and through him the Father made peace by the means of the blood of his cross. It was a bloody cross. The blood should never be removed from our songs. The blood should never be removed from our sermons. It was a bloody redemption for people like you and I that were so very dirty. But that blood cleansed us. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory to God. So now today, now that you're a Christian, don't let the devil toy with you. Don't let him put you back into a state of anxiety. Stop allowing yourself to be disturbed. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. My peace I leave you. My peace I bequeath unto you. No, this peace is not as the world that I give you. 
But this peace is a peace that passes your understanding. It's a peace that it will cause you to overcome the fears, the cares, the anxieties that the devil brings your way. Say it with me in the name of Jesus. I'm filled with peace. Hallelujah. So is it true or not? All of our labors, all of our conflicts, all of our struggles cease when we lay our burdens on him. Let's do that right now. Some of you just need to do that. Lift up your hands. There's nothing cut and dry about these messages. Let's just do it right now. Lord Jesus. Yeah, lift that weight up before the Lord now. Lift that weight. Lift that care up before him right now. Give it to him. Oh, Lord, we roll it over on you. We roll our burdens on you. We roll our cares. We roll our loved ones on you. We refuse to take the care of any of it. We refuse to take the care of lack in Jesus' name. We just roll it on you. Come on now, do that. Just roll it. Roll it over on him. Ha, ha, ha. Roll it over on him. Ha, ha, ha. It is well with my soul. It is well with my family. I'm calling the things that be not as though they were. It is well with my finances. It is well with my loved ones. It is well with my body. It is well with my nation. It is well. 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 <laughs> it is well. It's well with my soul. And he will saturate your soul with his presence. Because he because he is the bishop of your soul. He is the overseer of your soul. And he cares about your soul. And he cares about your mind. So stay your mind on him. Stay your mind on me, I believe what the Lord is saying. Stay it on me. Fix it on me. And I will keep you in perfect peace, is what I've said in my word. Now, we know that the word peace is shalom there, right? Everyone say, shalom. shalom. Now, shalom is it not a Jewish greeting, yeah. right? Yeah. So, when you're over in Israel and you see a rabbi or you see a fellow a, a, a Jewish person, oftentimes they'll greet one another by saying, Shalom. It carries a much deeper meaning than, how you doing? Or, hey. Or, what up? Or, sup? Or, happening? Howdy? How y'all? <laughs> it's a lot deeper than that. Shalom. Everyone say shalom. Shalom. Stretch forth your hand toward me and say shalom. Shalom. I receive it. Hallelujah. Tony, stand up. Come on up here and stand next to me. Stretch forth your hand toward that section there and say shalom. On the count of three, everybody, one, two, three. Shalom. Hallelujah. Shalom. (laughs) Amen. Why not? Might as well get a little radical in church. Shalom. 
nothing. Peace. Yeah. Prosperity. Yeah. Helen. Mm -hmm. Prosperity. In the name of Jesus. Preservation. Wholeness. Mm. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Completely whole and completely well. Shalom. Shalom. Let's lift our hands and thank Him. Shalom. Everyone says shalom. Wholeness. Prosperity. Preservation. All necessary good. <laughs> Wellness. Health. Restoration. Hallelujah. So grieve not one day longer about what's been stolen or what's been taken. For I am your restorer. And I take that which is broken and I make it whole again. So grieve not anymore from those things of the past. For it is now a new day. It is a day of peace. It is a day of prosperity. Look to your future with great expectation. For if you could see what I see, oh... Your eyes and your whole being would be flooded with light. <laughs> Woo, thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a new day. That's what the Spirit is saying. It's a new day. New day. Hallelujah. A new, everyone say new day. New day. A new and living way. A greater day. A better day. A whole day. Something happened when you said shalom, man. It just hit me. Glory to God. Ooh, let's raise our hands and praise Him. Simonete. 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 Sima notore. What is that, Lord? Simonete? Samandoketo sabedea. Yemato, yemato, yemato. Not the end, but just the beginning, says the Lord. The beginning of better things. The beginning of greater things. And in the beginning of greater and better things, know this, that I'm at work for you behind the scenes. And I'm causing things to come your way. I'm causing connections and plans and good things to come your way. And there will not be any lack. You have chosen to walk by faith and not look back, and I am well pleased. So rejoice and be glad. It's a new day. Ha ha. Take that. 
Just take that if that's for you. I know it's for these two for sure, but take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take Oh, take it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all wrapped up in the blood. The precious blood for precious people. Giving us peace and giving us shalom and giving us a great, great, awesome hope for our future. (laughs) So bright, Sabrina. So very good. So very bright. Added. Thank you, Lord, for adding. Adding, adding, adding. Hallelujah. Everyone say it's being added to my sister. And it's being added. It's being added. It's being added to me. My, 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 added, 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 and then multiplied. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Added and then multiplied. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Let's raise our hands and praise Him. Hallelujah. Complete restoration. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Total, complete, complete, complete. Say, say it with me. I receive that. Everyone say it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive total restoration. Total restoration. Complete restoration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Now, the Spirit of the Lord is, is instructing me and just leading me. A better way to say it would be, there, there are one or two of you. I don't know who you are. Stop being so down on yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. I love you. My hand's upon you. My ways are not ways of heaviness. My ways are light and my ways are easy. My hand's upon you. I love you. So relax. 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 And rejoice in me. Rejoice in me. And in your sovredeshte, and in your rejoicing, you will experience you will experience a glorious strengthening. Say it with me: a glorious, a glorious strengthening. That glorious strengthening begins in the inner man, but it it it, it spreads out to the outer man. That glorious strengthening starts here, but it affects your mind. It affects the way that you see things. And it will affect the way that you act around other people. So relax in my presence. And know that my hand is upon you for good. Amen? Glory to God. Let's lift our hands and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Glory to God. Let's look over at Isaiah 26, verse 3. Glory to God. This is what we're believing for in this church, right? We're believing for His manifest presence. And for the needs of the people to be met. And even though hands were laid on a few, the same anointing that was ministered to them is available to you right now. So just reach up and receive it. Say, I receive. I I, I believe I receive. I I, I receive addition. I receive multiplication. I receive strengthened. I receive nothing missing. Nothing broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't it good to know that God's working on your behalf? Isn't it awesome to know that he's got not just one window. He's got windows, man. Glory. Windows. He's our source. But he has many channels and many windows that he will flow through. So take the limits off of me. And gaze upon my word and look only unto me Mm -hmm. and you will see that I have a plan and that I will connect you to that plan and ways and means and windows shall open unto you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad he's got a plan. I can't figure out his plan. But we can walk in it day by day. That, you know, that gives me hope. That gives me hope. To know that I'm on his mind. Mm -hmm. To know that he's he's mindful of you and me. He's mindful of all of us. At the same time. He's mindful. You're on his mind. You were on his mind at Calvary. You were on his mind when he rose from the dead. You are on his mind today. Seated at the right hand of the Father is our high priest, our advocate, our intercessor, our Lord. We're on his mind. That's awesome. He is absolutely committed. On his side, he's absolutely committed for his will to be done in your life. And so he says now to us, just trust me and just walk with me and expect those things that I have prepared for you from, from, from a sobre deste, from before the foundation of the world. Expect those things that I've so freely given to you to come to pass in your life. Expect those windows to open. Get up every morning, ladies and gentlemen. Get up every morning, if you, if you can, with just a sense of expectancy. The Greeks put it this way, with an outstretched neck. That's what our hope is. Just looking. Amen. You know, I'd rather live that way than to live a bummed out life. Thinking, man, I don't know if it could get any worse. Man, it's just getting... We don't live on that level. We live on a higher level. We live in the kingdom of God. Okay, so Isaiah 26, verse 3. Isaiah 26, verse 3. 
Let's read it together. He says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Why? Does that flow together? Keeping your mind on him. And then his part is what? His part is to keep us in perfect peace. Our part is to keep our mind stayed on him and to simply trust him. Let's all stand to our feet. Did you get anything out of tonight? Let's all stand to our feet. Raise our hands toward heaven. And let's pray this prayer out of a heart of faith. Pray this with me. Heavenly Father, I choose life tonight. I choose with your help to keep my mind stayed on you. I go on record tonight to declare this, that I trust you. I have faith in you. Thank you, Lord, for opening the windows of heaven. For golden opportunities coming my way. Thank you, Master, for taking anything that's been broken and making it whole again in my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shalom. Be blessed. Be increased, prosper, Prosper. shalom.